What's going on, you guys? This is so weird. Hi, I'm Dana. I am your coach and host. I think that's going to be my little my little trademark. Host and coach. I'm kind of both, okay? Um, of Day by Dana, the podcast. So my name is Dana, and I have had the social media platforms Day by Dana for, I don't know, a couple years now. It's hard to believe. I have been on a fitness journey for about three years now. So... For all of you who have been here from the beginning, thank you so much. Like, everyone who's been here from the beginning, the Running a Mile Every Day Challenge, like, back when I was just a little, you know, I wasn't that little. Like, it was only three three years ago, but I just feel like in the past few years, I have learned and grown so, so much. Like, I've lost the pounds, but I've gained so much confidence, so much. I'm so different. There's just lots that have changed, and I cannot wait to go over all of it with you, not necessarily, of course, in today's episode, um, but just working through the things that you guys may have not figured out yet. I am here to help you, and I'm so, so freaking excited. So for the first episode, I just want to give like a little basic background about me, if you are new, um, to just kind of introduce myself and go over who I am and what my journey is all about. So some basic just background information about me. I'm Dana. I'm 26 years old and I'm living in Northeast Ohio. I have lived in Northeast Ohio for the majority of my life. I was born here and then my family actually moved out to Kansas for a couple years. That's where my brother was born and then we came back and I've been here ever since first grade. So I basically did grow up here. Um, this is actually the first year, believe it or not, that I haven't moved in seven years. Ever since I graduated high school, went to college, there have just been moves every single year, um, whether it was graduating, you know, high school, I obviously moved to my college, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And then I had to move every year in college. We got a new apartment or a new house and then I graduated college. So I moved out and I got a big girl job, quote unquote, and um, I've just moved every single year. So it's been seven years of craziness. So this is the first year that I've stayed put, which I'm really enjoying so far. And like I said, being from Northeast Ohio, I'm a huge Cleveland fan through and through. Huge fan of the Cleveland Browns. That's where you can catch me every Sunday, either watching at the game or on the couch. So, you know, the Cleveland Indians, they'll always be the Indians to me, and the Cleveland Cavs. And there's just something about Cleveland. Like, it gives me chills, I feel like, just being in a stadium here or in a crowd or at a tailgate like Cleveland fans are no joke and as much as I wouldn't really be opposed to moving possibly in the future Cleveland is definitely a place that I would miss but I'm kind of over the Ohio weather it's nice sometimes like I do enjoy having all four seasons but it's a pain in the butt I'm not gonna lie like I'm not looking forward to the snow it hasn't really had we haven't had like a big snow yet here um in Cleveland but I'm not looking forward to it and I have to park on the street y'all it's not fun like I will get buried and then you know, these days that I have to be at work at 4.30 a.m., like, you expect me to be out there brushing my dang car off at, like, 3 o'clock? No, it's just not happening. I'm, I'm so not looking forward to it. I Right now, I live with two roommates. They're awesome. I met them kind of randomly after Sam and Nikki moved out. If you guys have been with me for a while, you may know who Sam and Nikki are. Um, they were my roommates from college, and then we lived together after college, and they moved out because they have boyfriends now that are very serious. Speaking of boyfriends, I have an amazing one. His name is Bryce. Y'all probably heard me talk about him online all the dang time. Um, my current job, I'm an online personal trainer. You can find more info on that as well as my $15 fitness guides on my TikTok or Instagram in my bio. Or you can also DM me always as well um, if you have any questions. And then I'm sure most of you guys know this. I'm also an Orange Theory fitness coach. I drank the orange Kool-Aid in January. Cringe. I hate saying that, but I think it's I think it's just like a funny saying. That sounds so culty, but I promise, promise we're not a cult, I swear. Um, but after that, I've just been obsessed ever since. And I love when y'all DM me like about OTF. Like some people are like, 
oh, I've always been wanting to try it and I'm going to try it this week or you totally motivated me to go and I absolutely fell in love with it or I've been going for three months now because of you. Like, whatever it is, like, I love hearing y'all's stories. So always never be afraid to, like, let me know if you're interested in trying. I would love to talk about it. But I do want to have a little disclaimer. This podcast is never going to be OTF affiliated. I'm not paid to talk about OTF. Um, I'm not going to talk much about it, actually, or about the brand in my podcast. Like, that's not really what the podcast is about. Um, this is never going to be an ad for Orange Theory, and I don't ever want any of you to ever feel that way when I'm when you're watching, like, my TikTok, seeing my posts, or listening to these podcasts. Um, the reason I'm so passionate about OTF specifically is because I found, finally, what works for me. And so my mission throughout my socials and this podcast is to help you guys find what works for you. So just keep that in mind. So we're going to jump right into my story, kind of. We're going to start all the way back at graduating college, which, believe it or not, was kind of a long time ago. Like, not really. It's 2022. I graduated in 2019. But so much, like I said at the beginning, you guys, has happened since then. I am, I just, I can't wait to dive in. And I'm going to briefly go over just the past three years. Um, And then you guys might have questions. You might want me to go into depth about a certain something, you know, shoot me a DM leave me a comment somewhere. I'd love to. I have tons of ideas already in my notes about what I want to do for future podcasts, but you may have questions or something may arise as I go over this. So we're going to go over some background here, who I am, what I've tried on my journey, and how I got into where I am. So I attended private and public schools growing up, but I ended up at Kent State University, KSU. Kent has been um, a very special place. It's held a special place in my heart and it always will. I've made great, great memories there and met awesome people, whether they're still in my life or not. Like everything that happened at Kent, I just, I had a very, very, very hard time leaving. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But I just feel very lucky to have had a pretty positive college experience. I know not everyone gets to gets to kind of experience that. So I just feel very lucky that I really enjoyed my time at college. I started in early childhood education and I really wanted to be a teacher my entire life. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be an early childhood educator. I wanted to be an early childhood education teacher. I even kind of dabbled with special education as well. Um, at the time, you couldn't add it as a minor. I don't think at Kent, you either had to major in that or you had to major in early childhood. I went into early childhood. I have always, like I said, wanted to be a teacher. I loved just kind of being like a role model for people. When I was going through confirmation, if you're Catholic, you might understand this, but going through confirmation, I had to get service hours and I volunteered to be... I'm a Sunday school teacher at my church and I just liked being like that role model, that influencer for people. It's just crazy because that's what I wanted to be my whole life and when it was basically ripped from me and yes, I'm being dramatic, but two years into my college experience, I had tried and tried. I passed all the tests I needed to do. I had to do like the praxis tests and whatever Kent's program was to get in, you you needed to do, you know, all these different things and every semester, it's so hard to explain you guys, but basically every semester that I'd try to get in, they'd switch their credentials up. And I would always be off by like 0.25 or 0.75 points. And I went to the dean and I had my resume and I had my plan and I went in, you know, a pantsuit and I looked professional and I had this conversation and she was like, yeah, we hear it all the time. You know, you played school when you were in your basement since you were little. We get it. You want to be a teacher. There's nothing I can do. Like there's no room for you in class. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I had exhausted all opportunities at this point. I felt like I had tried so hard. My mom was like, if you really want this, if you want so badly to be a teacher, you're going to have to switch schools. Like that's just what, that's just what's going to have to be. And I realized right then that I wasn't as passionate about it as I thought I was because it wasn't worth leaving 
what I had created at Kent. Like, I did not want to transfer schools. I just didn't want to do it. I was also a member of the Alpha Delta sorority, so shout out Fuzzies and TFJ and any of my sisters out there. Little plug for the sorority. I did enjoy my sorority a lot. So I can always, you know, that doesn't really have anything really huge to do with my journey, but I'd be happy to talk about it if you guys ever wanted to, to know. So basically when the early childhood thing got ripped out of my hands, I was like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, what do I do? I'm already almost through my sophomore year. I've paid this far. There's got to be something else I can do with this. I figured out that I thought it might be a good idea to take what my hobby was at the time and turn it into my major. Like, why not, right? So I actually ended up studying digital media production and I had a communications um, major as well. So that's what I ended up doing and I loved it, but I still did not really know like what I wanted to do with it when I graduated. Um, I was on Kent State's like TV2 program, so I did anchor for a little bit. So I'm used to talking on a teleprompter and being in front of a camera and things like that. I have experience with writing scripts, with editing video and audio, things like that. I thought that was a lot of fun. I thought it was fun to, you know, just be a part of that, something different at Kent um, other than my sorority, and also be in front of the camera. And I really liked anchoring. So I was like, maybe I'll go into broadcasting. But again, like I had the communications major, but nothing really to do with broadcasting. And I did apply to a couple different news stations actually around the Cleveland area. And of course, nothing worked out, um, which is fine because it's led me everything that, you know, didn't work out. And here's a, a nice piece of advice. Everything that hasn't worked out this far has led you to where you are now, which is Something that I just think is really cool and hard to grasp sometimes, especially during hard moments. But anything that's not worked out for you right now, it's I promise you it's paving your way. So keep that in mind. But yeah, so I graduated and then I took a job real quick, something that was kind of offered to me by a friend's mom. And I'm so grateful for that because I obviously needed a job. And it quickly got me like thinking about what I wanted to do because I was at a desk. I was there from, you know, eight to four or nine to five or whatever. And I totally hated it. And like, it's nothing to do with the job. It's the fact that I had to sit at a desk all day. It was dark when I got there. It was dark when I left. I had to take a lunch break and, you know, tell people when I was getting up to go to the bathroom. And I was like, this is not like, I feel like I'm going backwards. I feel like I'm going backwards. Like I've graduated college. Why do I feel like I'm sitting in third grade? And again, nothing to do with the job really. It was just not for me. Like, I don't like to sit at a desk all day. And some people can do that and they really enjoy that. And that's what's best for them. And that's great. It's just, it wasn't for me. So I am, I'm still so grateful that I took that job and that waited out my six month temporary contract there with them and tried to like it so much, but I just didn't. And that's okay. And I'm so grateful that I took that job because it quickly taught me that corporate America or, you know, desk job at least was not what I was meant to do. Um, at least not at this time in my life. So again, this is now fall of 2019. I have graduated um, I've left all my friends and my ex, my boyfriend at the time still was at Kent. So all my friends and my boyfriend were there. Again, that's my ex. So we'll get into that as well. But I graduated, I moved all the way up. It's not all the way up. It's like an hour away from Kent and took this job and absolutely was miserable. This was the peak of my weight gain. All right. So 2019 into the beginning of 2020 is when it really hit hard. Like I struggled leaving college so bad, you guys. And I definitely dabbled at Planet Fitness. Like on my lunch breaks, I had gotten a membership and I'd go after work sometimes my lunch breaks, like I said. And I don't know if you ever guys, if you guys have ever seen like the original video of me, it's like me in the car and I have on like that camel colored Sherpa coat and I'm like, TikTok, I really need your help. I'm going to start losing weight. I need you to hold me accountable, something like that. I wish I still had that video, damn. Like, 
I remember taking that and being like, one day I'm going to have a killer transition with this. No one's even going to believe that this is me. But anyways, I fell off the wagon like usual. I was going to the gym. I'd skip days. I'd get back into it. And again, I was kind of documenting it. It's so funny to think that like even back in those first few weeks of ever touching like the gym, I was trying to document it. But I tried and I fell off. And every weekend I was going and visiting my friends at the time going out every weekend I was living like it was my fifth year I was just eating like crap I was drinking a lot there are certain things that worked much better um, than all the others and that's why I'm creating this podcast like we're gonna dive deep into this shit you guys other than just visiting them and everything again I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about him on this podcast this is why I'm just gonna get it out of the way here at the beginning but my ex and I were doing awful like absolutely awful and I just feel like I was so depressed like and I still have a hard time pinpointing what it was like was it because I was at the heaviest weight I'd ever been was it because I just wasn't feeling the love and attention that I kind of was used to getting because I was constantly surrounded by my friends when I was at college and now I was basically living an hour away and I had to travel just to see them and they were doing all these things without me and I felt so much FOMO and things like that like still have a hard time it could have been all of the above but it was just not a good time for me and I had hung on to this relationship because I was so like I just had this feeling that like I couldn't do any better or that I wasn't going to be happy either way so like just stay with him you know keeping that in mind I moved home then after that six month contract with was over just in time for COVID to hit um, I moved in with my parents and started nannying and then like I said about a month later COVID hit I lost all motivation to look for a job in digital media because everything was shut down so I took my digital media knowledge and content creating into my own hands and voila, Day by Dana is born about March 2020-ish. Crazy to think that. I think a lot of people too out there in the content creating world have similar stories. Like being forced to stay at home, you guys like really brought out the creativity of me and nothing good obviously came from COVID. Absolutely not. But I do, like I said, appreciate just the way that things happen to fall into place. That's all I'm going to say. So you know what? I have to backtrack here a little bit because... <laughs> Day by Dana being born in March 2020 is not totally true. Okay, Day by Dana was not created until March 2020, correct? But I actually had that account for months before. So remember when I was talking about how I was doing so bad at the end of 2019, like just kind of feeling isolated, like I'd come home from work, it'd be dark, like I'd just lay in bed until it was time to go to work again, basically. I swore I was taking this to the grave. Y'all cannot make fun of me. There's no judgment here. I'm not judging any of y'all. You can't judge me. Um, I love Friends, okay? I think there might be literally one person out there that knows that this happened. I'm obsessed with the show Friends, okay? And it was, like, one of the only things getting me through this depressed time. Like, I still binge it, like, day to day when I am taking, when I, like, need a second to just have, like, some background noise or, like, need a laugh. Um, can probably recite the entire 10 seasons. Anyway, I created on Instagram a Friends fan account, okay? <laughs> literally thought I would never ever say this out loud and I'm telling all y'all it's okay we're besties and I had about a thousand or so followers on there I don't even know I don't remember what I posted funny like quotes or I think I was like getting into fashion a little bit trying to like kind of expand my knowledge on fashion and I would take you know outfits from the episode and then try to recreate them and like here's where you can find similar you know pieces to match Rachel's outfit from season seven episode <laughs> like I'm laughing because it's me. It's okay. Um, anyways, I had a thousand followers on there. And then I eventually was like, okay, this is not fun anymore. Like, this is kind of weird, Dana. Okay, I want to start posting for me. And I decided I wanted to blog. 
Yes, blog, like with a B. And I have in my script right now, I'm chuckling writing the script for the podcast because mama can't write. Like, I am so bad at writing, you guys. Like, I have bullet points right now for this script. So blogging, it's just funny. Like, I need to go back and read those because, again, I was just bored. Like, what were we doing in 2020? Just sitting around. So it all comes back to the fact that I was just trying to do whatever it was that everyone else was doing. I was looking up to a lot of women online who were influencing and who were YouTubers and things like that that I just wanted to be. And so I tried blogging. And like I said, writing's never been my thing. So why would I force myself to do something that I didn't really enjoy doing? Like right now I'm sitting here thinking, is podcasting my thing? Maybe, maybe not. But you won't know unless you try, right? So if you're sitting here listening like the gym is not for me, you won't know until you try. And if you're like, Dana, I've tried a million times, I swear. Maybe you're just not doing the right workout for you. And then that goes back to the whole point of this podcast. I just want you guys to kind of fall in love with this journey. Again, it is a journey, not a sprint. You're going to hear me say that a million times. You can't achieve these goals that you're set for yourself in a week or two or even three. It might not even be done in a year. I'm sorry. I've been here for three years. And if you would have told me in 2020, hey, it's going to take you three years to even be confident, like I would probably be discouraged. But please, like, take this as a sign, like, to just keep going. Consistency is key. And we're going to find what works for you and what makes you feel comfortable at the gym, whether it's being at the gym, whether it's taking walks, whether it's going to Cycle Bar, Orange Theory, any sort of whatever it is, group classes, I don't care. We're going to find what works for you and you're going to fall in love with it. Anyways, getting back on track. So I came up with the name Day by Dana and geared the blog and Instagram towards lifestyle and mental health. So Day by Dana was one, everyone pronounces my name wrong, okay? It's D-A-Y-N-A. Everyone says Dania. It can't get any easier. Like, it literally is day na. okay? So I like the play on words just because people can't pronounce my name. Like, I can remember when I was a cheerleader in high school, and they would announce our names, like, at the game. They would announce each cheerleader, and you do a little wave, whatever, kick. And I would have to write out my name for the announcer spelled wrong, D-A-N-A. And my last name is Meyer, but it looks like Mayer. So I'd have to spell that wrong too, just so that they would pronounce it right. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to get like rich and famous, you know, thinking big, I don't want people to think, like, I want people to know my name. I want people to know me for who I am. So that was a huge reason for like doing the whole play on words thing. But day by day was kind of just supposed to be like, we're taking this day by day. And again, it was geared towards like mental health and just lifestyle, like, every day, day by day, whatever. And I decided to keep that when I transitioned into fitness because that obviously rings true throughout any aspect of your life. So now I have the day by day on Instagram. I reached out to brands. My very first brand deal was actually with Liquid IV. I love them, still do. I don't know if my code still works though, but you can try it. Um, It's on my link tree on my socials. So at this point, I now have like 2,000-ish followers. I'm landing a few brand deals, taking pictures outside in fields with my neighbor. Um, And the new clothes that I was sent for free, I was like, this is awesome. Speaking of that, I actually even took a picture in my backyard and it's one that I use all the time in my transformation videos, you guys. I'm in like this heinous cheetah, like... Prince tank. It was from Shein. And I was trying to get a brand deal with Shein, which I landed about a year later. But I had ordered all these things. I had done a YouTube video like try on haul, like as if I knew anything about fashion or anything about material. Took a couple pictures in my backyard with my brother, like forced him to go out there and take pictures. And I don't know if he said this because he was just mad that I was forcing him to. And honestly, I'm not even mad at him for it. It's going to sound kind of mean, but like my brother fight all the time. He took pictures of me and he handed the phone back to me and he goes, you're not going to like those. And I couldn't even disagree with them. I was like, you're right. I'm probably not going to like them. I have been told my entire life that I'm super photogenic and it's something that I'm like always taking as a huge compliment. I, I truly think that I am too. Like I enjoy taking pictures of other people and of myself. I enjoy being in front of the camera and behind it. And 
for the first time in my life, I was like, I don't look good ever. I don't look good when I look in the mirror. I don't like myself when I see myself in videos or pictures. Like, and it's a really hard feeling. And if you're struggling with that, I hear you. Like, I'm here. I totally get that. So that was just kind of like a huge stepping point in when I was like, okay, we're going to make a change. Because I'm seeing these pictures and I'm like, I don't even want to post these. But I didn't even know where I was going with Instagram in general. Okay, I'm like, I don't even like fashion. I don't know how to do makeup. I know. I remember I was sent like a really cool dip kit for your nails. And I just hated everything about filming a YouTube video for it. And I was like, okay, maybe influencing isn't for me. Like, shocker, you can't just pick up and decide you want to be an influencer. You need to actually enjoy something to be able to influence people, right? To sell people on it. Fast forward a couple months, lockdown's still a thing. I'm like, when I get out of here, this is it. I'm losing the weight, okay? And then that's kind of when I should have talked about the cheetah tank picture. Like, that was when I was taking pictures in these clothes. I'm like, I don't even really like fashion. I don't like the way I look in this. I need to lose weight. Fast forward, it is now June of 2020, okay? I move out of my parents and into an apartment that is like spitting distance from a Planet Fitness, okay? Like, I can literally see it from my apartment window. This is when a lot of you probably started following me. This apartment complex is where I started the mile a day challenge and now you're pretty much caught up if you've been here from the very beginning. But if you're brand spanking new here, I'll do a little summarizing to get us to where we are now. I have tons of videos on this on my TikTok, but if you do some digging, um, you can you can find it and hear a little bit more about my story. So at this point, I'm still nannying. So I have a decent amount of free time, so keep that in mind. But I started the running a mile every day challenge. I don't know if I saw this somewhere. I don't know if I thought, oh, this will be a good, you know, this will hook people. They'll want to follow along. They'll hit the follow button so they can, you know, no one will believe I can run a mile every single day. I actually think I remember saying to my boyfriend in high school, this is a completely different boyfriend who I'll probably never talk about ever again, my high school boyfriend, we would like run sometimes at the track at the high school and I was like, I wonder if I ran a mile every day, like how much weight I'd lose? And he was like, oh, that'd be great. Like that's a great plan, blah, blah, blah. So because I'm at like my heaviest point, I'm like, I'm doing whatever the frick it takes. We're going to run around this apartment complex. I'm going to figure out how long it is to do a mile and we're going to do it every day. And I know that if I document it on TikTok, I will fall through. So again, it was kind of a ploy, like it works. There's always feel following along. And that's originally like where my following started, um, which is just really cool to keep in mind. But running a mile every day is not so cool. If you enjoy running and it's a challenge that you want to do for yourself mentally, go for it. I can't tell you what to do. But this was also the time in my life when I was cutting carbs, carb cycling, cutting out just bread, all sweets. Nothing worked, you guys. I tried every freaking diet that you find on TikTok. I followed all these keto diets. Side note, again, this is also something I'm kind of embarrassed to share. And if you followed me from the beginning, then you might remember this, but I deleted it really quick. So maybe some of y'all didn't see it, but I'm going to share with you because I just want to do like this. I mean, I have, there, have, there have been many mistakes that I've made. So I'm sharing with you right now. I posted a TikTok. Okay. When I was doing the mile a day challenge and when I was posting kind of like what I eat in days and things like that, people are like, Oh, what have you eaten? And I remember my voiceover to bring you in was this is everything I ate today and how I kept it all under a thousand calories. I'm going to show you right now. A thousand calories, you guys. And I posted that for people to see, for young women to gather that information in their head and think it's okay to eat less than a thousand calories a day, you guys. You don't even understand. I am not a certified nutritionist, but I have obviously passed and completed my NASM personal training certification. I know about general nutrition, macros, calorie counting, metabolic rate, things like that. And we can, of course, touch on that in, the, in a later podcast episode. But it does not take a genius. Like, I don't know what the heck I was thinking. It was running a mile every day that was getting to me. I, it is not okay to eat under a thousand calories. And it is so embarrassing that I posted that and people saw it. 
So of course, immediately people are like, girl, this is not healthy. Wow, this is a yikes. You know, these mean comments, which as they should, honestly, I needed to delete it. I'm Again, like the fact that there might have that fault might have fallen in the wrong person's hands for the 10 minutes that it was up scars me. So immediately I deleted it because I'm like, oh, maybe that is not right. I had no idea, you guys, like what I was supposed to be eating a day as far as calorie counting. And again, we can get into that, but we don't do that anymore. All right. We don't do that. We don't cut calories. We don't cut carbs here. We'll get into that in a whole other podcast. But that worked, you guys. Like basically cutting out most of my carbs and running my every single day worked. I lost like 30 pounds, y'all. By the way, my starting weight was like 198-ish, I think. I stopped looking. So 198-ish at the beginning of 2020. So here I was. I'm now in the 160s, living my best dang life, preaching that this was the greatest way to lose all the weight, etc. But as many of you know, and as I talk about a lot on my TikTok, I actually gained 20 of it back quicker than I lost it. Yep, stick around because we are going to talk all about sustainability in these upcoming episodes. Sustainability and consistency are like my favorite things to talk about. Okay, so then I was like, fine. I'll start trying to lift again. Like I gained most of this back. So I re-enrolled there at that Planet Fitness as a member. Remember, I used to be a Planet Fitness member when I worked that desk job. And I started posting my journey on there, as I'm sure some of you remember, like mask on and everything. This is like, we're getting deeper into 2020, later on in the fall. Like I want to say November or so. I even worked with a personal trainer online for a little. Actually, my friend Maddie's new husband. Now, he's now her husband, but it was her boyfriend at the time. Hey, Maddie, if you're listening. Had lots of people reach out to me hoping for his contact info. And then I was like, wait, what What if, no way, what if I became a personal trainer? Okay, y'all know where this is going. So I started looking into the different certifications, watching YouTube videos on how hard the tests were, how to pass, what kind of jobs I could have, etc. And... I was like, did posting TikToks actually possibly lead me to find what I want to do in this life? Yes. The best part, full circle moment here is with teaching, wanting to be my job for the entire entirety of my life. And I loved influencing and et cetera. All of that in all of my career hopes, even media. Like, look at this. We are podcasting. We're filming. Even media. Everything has now tied in to one job. And I'm hoping so bad that I can live this life out, you know, and have this be my full-time career. Like, that would be... That'd be amazing. Okay, so then I move out of that apartment to where I'm at now. I had a really, really tough time staying by that gym. It sounds so silly, but guys, seriously, like I remember my last time at that Planet Fitness, I was emotional, emotional. I might have vlogged it. It might be on my TikTok. But it's just, I was just having a hard time, okay? Because I had made a lot of memories there. I had grown so much as a person and I had gained so many of you guys. I think At that point, I was at like 40 or 45,000 followers. That is incredible on TikTok, you guys. All because I made some of you feel more confident and comfortable going to the gym. Like, it's crazy. So when I moved up here, I joined the Planet Fitness that's here in my area. And it was not the same at all. So crowded, very small. I actually tried a couple different gyms up here. I have videos on TikTok about this, about graduating the whole Planet Fitness thing. I joined an eSporta, which is um, some of them in the country have changed from LA Fitnesses to eSporta, but... Um, I know mine up here was, and then I actually joined a Fitworks. I don't know what kind of gyms y'all have in your areas, but those are two popular ones up here. And I just could not stay in the game. Like I kind of fell off of TikTok even and just fell off track in general. The whole routine honestly was getting messed up for me because I switched nanny jobs, etc. Because once it hit August of 2021, um, my littlest that I've been nannying for like two years went to preschool. So they didn't need me anymore. And plus I was moving about 35 minutes away from them anyway. So the commute would have been kind of a hassle. And I found a new um, nanny family up here to nanny for. 
um, and they were amazing, but um, the husband actually plays for the Browns, so they only needed me a certain amount of times throughout the day, and it wasn't like a five-day-a-week thing. It was only like two or three days, and so with my schedule just kind of being all over the place, it was hard to just like stay in the fitness game, I feel like, and find motivation to film and to do things when I had days off. Like all I really wanted to do was lay in bed and and enjoy my days off. But I knew that I still wanted to try and get the certification, right? So I purchased the NASM, the NASM course, with my tax return money from that year, actually. I've always been kind of really bad with spending. And I think I've only mentioned this maybe twice on my TikTok. We can talk about that in the future when I talk about like coming to terms with having to spend money on your health. Because trust me, I use that excuse for a long time. But y'all, I don't have like tons of like I'm just not great at saving. So literally my tax return comes in and I was like, this is one of the only chances that I'm going to have like a big chunk of money to just throw at this. Like I am going to hit the ground running. So I, you know, bought the course and it took me the full six months to complete that course. I didn't tell many people that I was doing it because I was so scared that I wasn't going to be able to pass. But May came around. I took my test and passed on the very first time. Holla. It was amazing. It was a great feeling. And I started posting fitness guides in August of this year. And I've had honestly a great turnout so far. I cannot thank you guys enough. And then about a month ago, I started actually offering online personal training. So um, again, if you are interested, the application is on my page in the link tree. Um, and then I have a $12 and a couple of $15 fitness guides that you guys can um, just kind of sift through and see which one may be a good fit for you and purchase those as well. Those are always available and you'll have access to them forever. So you can continue to repeat that one, which I honestly wouldn't recommend doing. I would switch it up every three weeks or so. We'll get into that in a podcast, of course, as well. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my journey up until here. Holy cow, you guys, we have been chatting for a while and I really appreciate you for sticking around and staying, staying here with me. These will get more interesting, obviously, as we go on. And I want to answer a lot of your questions and things like that. And I have some really good ideas for podcasts in the future. So I just feel like it's nice that you guys are up to date and kind of understand my credentials, my background, my history and my journey, um, you know, moving forward. So there are lots of things in between these little snippets. I mean, I just summed up a huge part of my last three years of my life in, you know, however many minutes, it's been at least 30, I'm sure. But that's what I'm going to leave to the rest of the podcast to basically tell the story of how I got to where I am today, all the things I tried, what failed, what worked, what I learned, and so much more. Plus, I plan to do a Q&A at the end of each episode where I answer a few of your questions sent via DM on Instagram. So watch out for my stories each week because that is how I want to end it each time. With that being said, I did post on my Instagram about a couple hours ago. Um, and just asked if anyone had any questions to kick off the first podcast. And I had a lot of really good questions. So uh, my girl Kirsten asked, how do I change the mentality from I'm doing this because I love myself rather than I'm doing this because I hate myself? I talked about in one of my new Vlogmas videos, my new routine when I journal. I write down five things that I'm grateful for, four things that I love about myself today, three things I'm proud of myself for doing today, two things that I hope tomorrow brings, and one thing that I could work on. Every time when I have to write down something that I'm proud of or something that I'm grateful for today, it's tough, okay? Like, it's hard to kind of sit here and think about what you're grateful for, especially when we have those really hard days. Like, I feel you. But sometimes I literally write getting up out of bed. Like, I'm grateful that I had the energy to pull the covers off of myself, get up, and get my ass to work or go to work out, whatever it is. We have to start realizing that we get to do this. Our bodies, like we have the opportunity to, to go work out, to move our bodies. Like that's something that we might not have forever. 
And when you start thinking about that, you, you become a little more grateful and think about how good you feel after a workout. Like start reminding yourself that, yeah, you might really want to look good in a dress or you might really want to look good for this event you have coming up or start looking good in, you know, the pictures that you're tagged in and things like that. But that is not the reason we're going. We're going to the gym to feel better mentally and physically to get our blood pumping, to get our bodies moving, and to live a longer, happier, healthier life overall, all around. Remember, this journey is about so much more than just your physical health. I really, really hope that helps. Like, just shift it from, I have to do this so that I can look good. So I have to do this so I can lose 30 pounds. I hate doing this. Find something, again, this is my mission throughout this entire podcast. We're going to find something that you enjoy doing, that you look forward to doing when it comes to working out. And we are going to transform our lives completely. You are going to watch so much more than the scale drop, than your clothes fit better. You're going to see you're drinking more water. You're picking healthier foods when you go out to eat. You're limiting your alcohol intake. You're getting better sleep. You're in a better mood. You're treating the people around you better and yourself when you look in the mirror. Oh, I just am glowing. I feel better all the way around because I am physically active. I, I really, again, like I really hope that that helps. And I know one of my most like viral videos, I think I have pinned on my page. It's the one where I talk about kind of like what works for me and, and why like running a mile every day didn't work. Um, it starts with like, guys, we need to have a chat and it's over. It's pinned on my profile. At the end of that video, I do talk about like, we have to start shifting the mindset to this is something I want to do. I would love to go into depth more about this. If you guys want me to kind of go more into detail about maybe getting into the habit or stacking this with something that you enjoy doing. Like, you know, walking on the treadmill is my time to watch Netflix or whatever it is. I'd love to. I'd love to go into this in a future podcast, but I really hope that helps. And thank you to everyone that's sending questions. I'm going to save those just in case I don't get any, you know, any responses or any good ones like next time. Any question's a good question. I'd love to answer all of them, but I'm just going to keep it since I'm such a chatty Kathy. I'm going to keep it to one question at the end of a, um, a podcast per episode. But yeah, thanks, Kirsten. Now, if any of my story is something that you can relate to, maybe you just moved, maybe you graduated college, you don't know where you're headed in life, you hate your job, you've just switched jobs, you've fallen out of routine, you don't know where to start at the gym, do we do cardio, do we do weightlifting, what is a rep, what is a macro, whatever it is, I am sure I have been there, sis, and I am here to help you. Remember, just listening to this podcast is one step forward in the right direction, and I am so excited to help you no matter where you are, listening in the car, at the grocery store, if you're working out right now while you're folding laundry, I am here to share, to teach, to encourage, and to support. I love you all so, so much, more than you know. Everyone always says I motivate them to get up and get going and being productive, I go to the gym, whatever. No, y'all motivate me. Like, it is crazy to think, I don't even want to know or think about where the heck I would be if it wasn't for my TikTok community. Like, we're all besties here. I am so proud of you, so stinking proud of you today. Thank you so much for listening, and let me know if there's anything that you want to see next time. If not, I'm going to just go off my list. I'm so excited to keep creating more episodes for you. I would love to get these out once a week. Until then, I will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening.